listening to the World Famous White Roof Radio, webcast number 665, recorded February 25th, 2020. Good grief, we really shouldn't make more shows. Uh, tonight, as always, brought to you by our good friends over at CravenSpeed.com, MotoringStripes.com, and OutMotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and style. It's OutMotoring.com. With the awkward pause. Yeah, no, no, All, right. <laughs> All right. And with that, let's go ahead and get started. Hey, everybody, it's TV and Arizona bringing you a brand new episode of the world famous White Roof Radio. We are talking about Mini Coopers and other things tonight for you, like we like to do. Joining us, as always, my good friend, my good friend, uh, Mr. Todd Pearson, MotoringStripes.com. Todd, say hi. I'm here from Kansas City. And of course, the good reverence here as well, Mr. Chad Miller from Detroit Tune, DetroitTune.com. Yeah, just getting off the wedding circuit, yo. Oh, really? Not really, but oh, I thought maybe you, you got married or you married somebody again. <laughs> no, the last person I actually married, which was wedding number seven, I was like, you know what, this could be it. This this could be the know, last can you, one. Can you really? perform? Can you perform weddings in Nevada, Chad? No, oh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Actually, Interesting. Pennsylvania is the weirdest state that they don't want you doing. But everywhere else, they don't care. Oh, all right, very cool. Also joining us tonight is a special treat from Ride Bikes Radio. Is our good friend, our buddy, our pal. Mr. Brian Dallas. Brian, Ooh. thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Hey, I have changed out my microphone. I now have my snowball. So happy, oh. happy, no noise. No more mall, mall rat for me. Is it, so is it coconut flavored and fuzzy? It is. It's fuzzy. <laughs> if you've ever fuzzy used flavored. a snowball microphone, you would know that they are actually, in fact, coconut flavored. They are. You know, I'm like the, take a bite right now. What are those hostess snowballs and, you know yeah, talk about, right? Yeah, they're and usually bright pink. Although the last snowball that I have, uh, it's it's actually in my office. It's my office microphone, uh, and it's bright green instead of bright pink. Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But it works really like well. Ding dong microphone. I was gonna say yeah. I wasn't a snowball guy. I was more of a ding dong and, and cupcake and guy. Twinkie and oh, know, I'm I'm I am all about the hostess rack, fellows. Have you seen the uh, effed up flavors of Twinkies they got now? Oh man, yeah, that could oh, yeah. You go back old school, right? Because you had Susie Q, you had um, uh, cupcakes, ding dongs, ding dongs were the bomb. Oh, ho, Twinkies, yeah, uh, chocolate which were the chocolate covered Twinkies, Don't and more than ho hos. Ho hos, yeah. yep, ho hos were the big deal. Oh, and the donuts, donuts, yeah, all the rest of it go scratch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh. yeah, I was all about the hostess track. Occasionally, a Dolly Madison apple pie. Like, mm. Ooh. If I'm going, no, if I'm going Dolly Madison, occasionally it was a zinger. Oh, yeah, zingers yeah. were good. <laughs> Just bright yellow zinger. Oh, Snoopy on the wrapper. That was the lax food right there, my friends. Yeah. Oh, the, uh, zinger I'm goosebumps thinking about zingers. I know. A zinger to me is like a low rent hostess, is what it was. Oh, it was no, like zinger the, oh, like, it's like the off brand. Like you couldn't afford the. The cupcakes or the ho hos for the Twinkies. To, you got a zinger. Can't go, go to Kmart instead of the mall. Yeah, they were a dollar. They were a dollar instead of like three dollars. You know. <laughs> or no, wait, we're oh talking God. thirty years ago. They were they were like fifty cents instead of a dime. Their <laughs> dime instead of fifty cents. I'd like to welcome everybody to the uh, hostess. I'm not not poor shaming anyone here. Believe me, I'm not poor shaming anyone here, but it was what the poor kids ate. (laughs) Welcome to Kansas. Now they wander, and now they all wander Walmart in the middle of the night. (laughs) 
you know, life would be so much better if we had zingers. You know, sell zingers. I know they still. That's sell what them. she said. I'm sorry. Yeah, they do. They do. They still do. This they takes me like zingers anymore. Full circle no, to so. uh, many, many years ago when we were doing the Twenty Four Hours of Lemons with Gabe, and mm-hmm. we were literally in the middle of Pennsylvania, and I had to go to a Walmart, and they actually had horse and buggy parking. At the Walmart, really? All the Amish yes. people, man. Because Amish the Amish were there, yes. Yeah. And I was the like the really the only white dude that actually had a van there. I was like, I'm walking around trying to find some boots because it's raining like hell, and everybody's like, "What are you doing here?" Yeah, the only dude without a beard and a hat. Yeah, exactly. I was I was unbearded at that point. So yeah, that was all the women. Zing- Zingers, <laughs> <and> <laughs> <dudes>. <laughs> including the women. <laughs> And we need to do a show. Zingers actually are still around. You can actually order them on Amazon. I linked them up in the Slack channel. I will link up Zingers on the uh, show notes page. Guys, you can check them out. But they're now a Hostess product. No longer Dolly Madison. I do believe Dolly Madison has gone completely out out. of business. So they bought them out. Yeah, I think Dolly Madison bought them out. Can you you still buy Ding Dongs? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you can. Okay. And for the yeah. for the real snack food nerds out there, Hostess isn't even really Hostess anymore because uh, they're now they were bought by the company from Philadelphia that makes Tasty Cakes. So, oh, that's right. Who yeah, they that? were bought out by Tasty Cakes. Tasty Cakes. No, Wonder Tasty Bread. Cake? Okay, Wonder Bread and the Hostess and all those things are now owned by the Tasty Cake people, even though they still have the same name, but they're different and. We yeah, we still in my house. We still do like little Debbie, like Nutty Buddies or whatever. Like, oh yeah, yeah, Nutty yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, little Star crunches. Right? Yeah, Star Sammy's, love those. That's that's a big deal for Sammy. Oatmeal cream pies. Yeah. Little Debbie, oatmeal, just oatmeal cream pies. You just stop right there. I can't have that. I cannot eat those, but I will eat those all day long <laughs> until I'm sick. <laughs> yeah, I remember at lunch in high school, you could get an oatmeal cream you know, oatmeal cream pie for like fifteen cents. Oh yeah. man, that's good yeah. stuff. All right, guys, we're done. Thanks for joining us tonight. This is the snack snack cast. (laughs) We're obviously hungry. Sometimes we get carried away, as you guys know. This was one of those times. Uh, anyway, we, we, well, it's Fat Tuesday. It's perfect day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Is it really Fat Tuesday? Yeah, we had. It's Fat Tuesday. I had my punch keys today. I had had my punch keys, and I'm done. I had uh, three punch keys today, thanks to Nick. You know, if he is listening uh we had filled with chad oh uh i only do custard yeah yeah i did the bavarian cream that was it for me today cream yeah uh well we live in a very polish area and there were just lines out the door there's a bar down here that do punchki bombs you get a punchki and a shot of vodka oh my god and you start at 8 a.m mardi gras in detroit yeah, yeah, that's how a we roll. Polish style. I wasn't there. Well, it's because you're a respectable businessman. Well, we, somewhat. You can't, you can't be seen drinking at 8 o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday. Well, at least Come not on, in public. Why, why the hell not? At least not in public. Well, because we're going to find ourselves it, at Walmart in the middle of the night. That's why. It, does, it doesn't mix well in my coffee. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Doesn't have to be coffee in that coffee. Anyway. Right, anyway. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, 
so we're have we said Cooper's like long are we recording? We have we said many yet in the line? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, so okay. we're actually gonna, we're going to talk about Mini Cooper's site. Brian's actually had a chance to see the GP. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We might talk a little bit about the electric mini as well. I actually have an asked Chad question that Chad's actually researched. And he's going to get me an answer so I can share it with you guys. Could you probably have the same question as I do? Yep, one of those, and then you know we'll talk more about the zingers. Or no, we're going to talk about talk about what? Oh, you know what I need to talk about? What? I need to talk about why there's a Chevy Equinox in my garage. Jesus. Well, that'll because that'll it's be big and it doesn't use oil, and it probably <laughs> is really got a good you know resale value. It doesn't rattle. Uh, no, 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 no. It doesn't matter. Uh, we're going to do all that here in just a minute here. But before we do, let's get started. I want to remind you guys, one of the fine sponsors here underneath the White Roof, our good friends over at OutMotoring.com. We love these guys. You love these guys. Everybody out there has actually bought stuff from OutMotoring. I know you guys all have, but I still talk about them. You know why? Because I don't want you to forget about OutMotoring.com. The snow is going to start melting here in about a month, right? Your mini probably looks like garbage. You're going to go over to OutMotoring.com, and Aaron's going to take care of you. He's got all of the car care products that you need to make your Mini look really sharp again. So you're ready for the next Cars and Coffee, for the next Mini run. So you're ready for the Dragon. So you're ready to come join us and hang out at Pound Station in Vegas at the end of March. OutMotoring.com's got you covered. You're doing any DIY projects? You want to put some fresh oil in the crankcase? Aaron's got you covered. OutMotoring.com. doesn't matter what car you have either. That's the cool part. Aaron will sell you the stuff that you need for your Mini. It's awesome. All that over at outmotoring.com. He'll, he'll even hook it up so you can, uh, he'll even get you going so you can pull a trailer with your mini. What? Exactly. Very cool stuff. And it, this is like good stuff. This sounds like going to the U-Haul guy who says, well, yeah, I can put a trailer on that mini Cooper for you. No, 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 no. This is custom. This is made for the mini. This is the stuff you want to make your mini be able to tow all of this. All this over at outmotoring.com. Plus, you know, rewards so you get points. Um, Aaron's going to make sure you get the right stuff. You have a club. You have an event coming up. You need some kind of, you know, little support. All you do is shoot him an email. The, the worst case, he's going to send you a box out of swag closet. You could maybe even uh, send you a gift certificate, something like that, to really help support your club, uh, which is super awesome. Aaron's always done that. We love him for that. Free shipping on most orders over like under uh, over one hundred ninety-five dollars. Hundred percent happiness guarantee as well. All that. Over at our friend over at outmotoring.com. Won't you go over there and check it out, please? Um, don't forget to sign up for the email newsletter when you place your order. Make sure you say thanks for supporting White Roof Radio. We really appreciate that. So does they. So do they. They, of course, being our friends. Outmotoring. Outmotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and eh, just in general, mini accessories. That's outmotoring.com. I guess I'll put news music here. Uh, let's start, Brian. Yeah. In fact, we should all maybe let's find a picture of the new GP. You saw the GP. I know you didn't I get did, to drive yeah. it. Did you get to sit inside of it or anything like that? No. And from what I've found, what I heard, uh, well, they at my old dealership, we went there last Saturday. They had a big, uh, you know, kickoff event. They were actually letting people drive the the electric to take mm-hmm. test drives of the electric. Mm-hmm. Uh, GP was inside, had ropes all around it. They wouldn't let yeah, you. Yeah. You could sit in it. You could do all the, you know, that kind of stuff, but no driving. But what I heard is that they're actually trucking that thing from dealership to dealership. They're not letting it drive on the road. Oh, um, they and can't because it's not been, can't. Yeah. been through EPA yet. Oh, okay. Well, that's that we broke it. those. We broke those rules. We should, we get, because of that, we can tell a little story about us and, and mini back oh, in 2008, DB and I were at big States in Boston, in Boston. And they had the, 
um, at the time just released the JCW. Yeah, it was when the when the F fifty six JCW was first hitting, mm-hmm. and they had the prototype in the US. No, it was the R. Was it the F or the R? It was the R fifty six. It was the yeah, R fifty six. Yeah, it was 08. It was the R. Yeah, R yeah, yeah. JCW in mm-hmm. in two thousand eight, and it, ha- it wasn't even on sale yet. It was the first time people had seen it, and they were trucking it from place to place on a trailer. Um, it was really cool for many takes the states, and so we were at an event where they had a parking lot and cones, and they had a little autocross course set up. And it was on display there. And at the time, our good friend Vinnie Kung was head of uh, uh, mini product development for Mini USA. And uh, Vinnie was a, a good friend of the show and a good friend of ours. And he goes to me, he's like, hey, this is, I mean, Mini Takes the States was wrapping up for the weekend. It was the end of the event and they're moving things around and they, it was time to get this car out of there. And uh, so what happened was they were supposed to truck this JCW from place to place on the back of a flatbed and not putting miles on it because it wasn't approved yet for EPA. They hadn't gone through all that approval, so they couldn't put any miles. It couldn't technically touch the streets and couldn't be driven. So he goes, you want to drive this guy, yo? (laughs) No, what happened was by accident. And and that's a dead-on impersonation of Vinnie Kong. Oh, right. Exactly. So so what somebody did was uh, they didn't realize those were the rules, and they drove it from the hotel to the event site, which is at, like, the University of Boston, and um, put, like, 13 or 16 miles on the car, which is breaking all the rules. Like, it broke all of the rules or whatever. All the rules, dude. So Vinny looks to me, and he goes, well, shit, there's 13 or 16 miles on it. It doesn't matter whether it's 13 or 20 or 50 or whatever. Let's go take it for a spin. Let's go take it out on the autocross course. And I'm like, okay. I said, can we, re- can I record it? And he's like, sure. Why not? Well, you know, I'm already going to get in trouble. We might as well just do this right. So I get in the car first person ever in the world. Oh, in the world. Like I'm to talking drive it, about- to drive it on like actual road. Well, that's why right. he bought yeah. one, right? To drive it in, you know, on the road in an autocross course. So we flogged this thing Yeah, and I recorded it and we put it there on was, my there was video somewhere too. But we yeah. had to, we had to take it down. But let's say it, it caused an international incident with with the um, the international press in in Germany and England and everywhere. And they're like, "What the hell? We weren't even allowed to, you know, move this car, drive it, ride in it, anything." And these guys over in the U.S. are getting rides and getting to drive it around an autocross course. What the hell? And so you know, we get a call from Vinny at the time. And he doesn't work for many anymore, so it's, I'm safe telling this story. We get a call from him, and he's like, "I know I can't ask you to do this, you know, like, but would you mind taking that audio down because it's caused a big incident?" <laughs> I kind of laughed, and I looked at the download number. I'm like, "Dude, it's already been downloaded like thousands of times." But sure, I'll take it down. <laughs> yeah, super funny. It's the internet or whatever. So, so super those are funny. the rules. That's that's our story of White Roof Radio breaking the rules and causing an international press incident. Over the JCW in 2008. So Brian, we've already heard we've heard from Gabe. He, you know, Gabe fawns over every new mini because that's almost like it's his job. What, what did you actually think of the the GP? Like the the rear valences and all that. What did you actually think of? It? Is it cool? Uh, I, I mean, you know, I'm a, bit of a, I'm a bit of a cynic when it comes to this stuff. I'm kind of I kind of drink from the Todd Pearson cup a little bit. Oh, um, gotcha. And it's and I'm moderately impressed. I think that previous GP generations are obviously a lot better. I think that Mini tried to do a little more sensationalization on this car. 
But okay. the, you know, the Cooper side scuttles, that definitely did it for me, you know. Like, I couldn't handle the, the Cooper scuttles for the, for the turn signals. I thought, yeah. let's, you know, and, uh, but anyway, no, I'm just joking. I thought that uh, it's a, it's a good, enthusiast no, don't, car, don't, I think. That, I don't think joke. That, Cooper side scuttles on a JCW car are ridiculous. Oh, I know. I, I, I absolutely think we, that was a thing inside. And we, we, call, think, we, I thought that was ridiculous. It's going to have, you know, it's got that particular one had Kumos on it. So it's going to be those track slicks that, that right. all the other GPs have had yeah. um, that you're going to end up taking off. But I'm sure it's going to ride like a freaking, you know, go-kart like the other oh, yeah. previous GPs have. Um, but I, I mean, I'm the, curious. The to track see is actually, the track is wider on this car also. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And that's probably really the reason for that extra, those extra fender flares, um, just to keep the air right. tight to the car. Right, um, you know, horsepower wise, and, and oh, you know, you know, how they use the Cooper scuttles to save weight. Oh, of course, that's yeah. like three. That's like three grams, easy. Yeah, the uh, you know, since I've kind of not been paying attention totally to the little nuance changes that they've been making, but the the redesigned mirror, um, you know, that's a little more edgy instead of rounded, like you know the previous mirrors are too. Um, and then the two yeah, the two side, you know, the side mirrors, um, and then the. Um, you know, the fish mouth up front is got a lot more, you know, GP-ness to it than, yeah. than the others. He, he, uh, said he said penis. I did. He did. I, did. I, I actually yeah. think it looks better though with the, with the red, uh, with the red accents or it makes it, they've I, actually, they've I actually kind so. of corrected the front end of the F 56 front end with the GP, I think. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, nice we were able to, we were able to grab the key and be able to fire it up not fire up the car, but fire up the electronics so we can actually see the new display light up. And Oh, and, nice. And, uh, what do you think of that as a, as a tech guy of the, of the display above the steering wheel? I think that uh, from an enthusiast side, it's probably really good. But from a general, you know, guy who's going to buy this car, is this going to be a second car? It's not going to be a primary car. And they're going to be a little bit confused by it, I think. Mm. Do you think um, it's is it distracting? Is there too much information there? Yeah, I think so. I think it's, you know, many, those displays right now, the F cars are kind of, they were already just, they were already a little bit uh, confusing when we went from the second gen to the third gen cars. Um, well, and in my F56, I got to tell you, I don't even look at that display for mm-hmm. information. Well, I've got head up display also in my car. Yeah. So most of the information I get is from there. And then when I have to, it's, you know, all, always the information I want is not there. And I have to scroll through and you have to click five times to get to what you want. Right on the onboard. I, I mean, I don't drive my wife's F55 that much. Um, and she leaves it pretty much set at just digital speed, you know, on her, right. she doesn't have heads up display. Um, but she, I mean, out of all the minis that she's had, this is her favorite by far. Like she loves that car to death. And it's you, because it's a sleeper with the JCW tuning kit and, and exhaust in it. That car right. screams. You know. Do you guys have nav in that car? No. Uh, uh-uh. Okay, no, so I wondered, I wondered if you had CarPlay because I have all kinds of. I I keep wanting to talk to somebody about CarPlay because I've got I've got. <clears throat> well, if I remember correctly, before I left Mini, it was um, you know that that was in the Countryman's so that you know when we went to the larger touchscreen, um, you know those what was it nine inch display or whatever that ended up being. Yeah. Um, creates that ad hoc Wi-Fi network inside of the car, you know, for CarPlay itself, so you didn't have to use because um, Bluetooth won't you know, transmit that kind of data. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, in the F cars, you know, this one just particularly didn't have it. It had the six and a half inch. So without the touch screen, so no, um, 
no nav, no CarPlay, which would which, be by the way, nice. All, which, by the way, all all the screens are going to go to touchscreen now yeah. in 2021, um, the small ones and the large ones. And with the electric coming out, which you got to see also, yeah. uh, it's got the same display as the GP, this digital display and a touchscreen navigation display yeah. with CarPlay, according to the specs, the mini electric is the first the, the small screen with the touch screen and carplay so in theory it is possible and why mini has chosen not to put this across the line is kind of baffling to me so but, it's, in, it's interesting you brought that up todd because um bef- again before i left uh, northwest there was two countrymen that came in at the time that had six and a half inch touch screens on them and they, it was total flukes. Like it was an I've got accidental a, dude, I've thing. Got one of my, I've got one in my driveway right now. My yeah. Countryman is a is a 19 with a small screen, but it's a touchscreen. Yeah. And it's got the new software in it. It's got a different software than the other Countrymans did at the time, which was weird. It was, seemed like a fluke to me, but it has the small, the six-inch screen with touchscreen. Yeah. It's pretty wild, oh, right? weird. And no nav. It doesn't and no have, nav and no, car, and no car play. Correct. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. Yep. But they're all going to – the point is is that that exists, and I think it existed in Europe. I think they it was pretty common that that's what you – you could even get CarPlay on the on the small screen in Europe. And for some reason, the U.S. spec didn't choose to go that way. I don't, I don't understand what the whole uh, the whole issue with BMW and CarPlay and trying to charge people for that crap. And then no, they stopped, they stopped charging people. No, I know. And then they backpedal out of it, and they were the only manufacturer that was trying to charge people for CarPlay. It just made no sense to me whatsoever. I think they were trying to recoup the fact that you should pay for this because we're the only company that offers it wirelessly, yeah. which, which still which is- me. Who cares? Because it doesn't even work that well. There's issues with the wire. Like, I've got the... I've got a mini and they've, this has been reported with BMWs about the audio dropping when you're listening yeah. to CarPlay and the audio drops. And for me, it's been happening for the last couple of months where I'm listen. I'll listen to CarPlay all the time. And in the middle of like every song it drops out and then it comes right back. I mean, but it's so like, weird. it's like, well, it just completely drops and then comes you right know, back. If it's any consolation thought, I have the, a very similar problem on my R56 and, I, and I'm starting to think this is like an iPhone issue. So I think it is it, yeah. because if, well, if I connect only via Bluetooth and, and I'll be listening, but then like all of a sudden, like I, the audio won't drop or skip or anything, but my, the whole, the whole stereo like resets. Yeah. Like the stereo crashed and came back and it's, and it's like, what? That's weird. The screen's changed. It's like, oh, that's really strange. Yeah, but, well, the, but my audio keeps playing. Well, I, I got to say, I have my car play for, I used it for the better part of a year before I went to what iOS 13 came out late last year. And when that happened, that's when all the problems came in. Right. Yeah. And, but they also made, I mean, when they did do, you know, when 13 did come out it, it was a complete redesign for CarPlay, and it was, it made it a little bit easier yeah, it used, you know, for, for a standpoint, right? Yeah, I, I think there's there's a little more that we might not know uh, that's going on here because uh, with uh, the GTI that we have in the household now, yeah. it has uh, CarPlay and we use Android Auto. Yeah. That also has a dropout function that is happening within the really? car. It, so yeah, listening to music, because, it cuts so out for half a second. It it cuts out the the cord isn't oh. connected, doing the exact same thing. So like it could be a a software level type thing because we're seeing now between two different uh, systems that are going right. on, nothing to do with each other. Right. Well, so, you know, 
that's funny you point. say that, Chad, because I have a I have another car here in my driveway in my garage that does uh, Android Auto and CarPlay both, and I haven't had a lick of problems with yeah. either iPhone plugged in or with the uh, Android phone plugged in on yeah. Android Auto. It yeah, works flawlessly in the Chevy. What I, I think don't it's better in the cars with the plug-in. It's the wireless connection. Is the oh, yeah. Chad, is wireless also? Well, no, she Chad, has been, I've been using it in my iPod uh, as wireless, and I have no problems. She's been having problems with her Android uh, plugged in, and and she's used different cables, different you know yeah. OEM cables, all of these things that you're you're supposed to do. Be like, well, you're using an aftermarket cable; it's not working. So she's still having problems with it, and I still feel it might be an update thing. I still feel it's this, it's that, you know, like. But yes, she still is having problems with the system in general. And I, I don't necessarily think that all of our, you know, tech uh, stuff that should be coming up is not necessarily working the way that we want it's, it to. It's still not where it's supposed it's to be. Still, yeah, yeah. 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 Totally. You know, freaking yeah. Netflix sometimes buffers too. And exactly. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I like got gigabit internet. It's not just CarPlay. Oh, my, my smart TV yesterday it's wouldn't bring up uh, <laughs> uh, Amazon or no. Uh, yeah, Amazon Prime. It wouldn't bring up the the video thing. I had to reset everything. Uh, boom, everything works again. I was like, yeah. I know it's you know, tech in general is not where it should no. be. It's it's so stuff like a, it's stuff like that that makes my parents frustrated. Yeah, <laughs> but it makes you wary of electric cars <gasps> too, doesn't it? Because yeah, that's yeah. A car. yeah exactly. I don't, I don't like it. Frightened of it. Yeah, just take it. The whole car could just take a dump. It's like, oh, I need to do a battery pull. Well, how the heck am I going to do that? Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's a good argument. Good argument for a hybrid. Um, yeah. You know, the other car in our house, you know, we have a 17 uh, Subaru and almost every Subaru, I think, comes with CarPlay in one fashion or another, whether, you know, smaller screen or larger screen. I don't think it really matters. Even the cheap ones come with it. But I get like headset resets all the time and it uses some Starlink, whatever back end system that Subaru uses. And mine, re- mine will restart like in the middle of a drive. But it's I think it's phone related. I am. I'm kind of with with Todd is that I think I it's phone so related. I think they've, I think totally Apple has, you know, uh, you know, for the last couple of years, Apple has really dropped the ball on, on software, you know, vetting before they get something out. I, I honestly think it, it may be, that's part of it, but I also think it's partly from the head unit manufacturers are not keeping up with the phone, many, you know, the phone software I'm, to a set. They they're not, it. they're just not keeping up. Yeah, they're designing it on iOS 12.1, and then everybody out there is on 13.1 by now, which right. is completely now different. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You guys are having all these trouble. I'm not. I'm not kidding. And I'm going to continue to say this ever since I've ever used it, and ever since I've used been using it, is the Chevy implementation of CarPlay is freaking brilliant. Well, DB, what Absolutely phone are you brilliant. What phone? I'm are you using you? iPhone 8 Plus. So you're on an 8 Plus. I'm on a 10s. Um, Getting ready to switch to an 11, but still, I'm 11. on an 8 Plus. Yeah, I'm on a. So, Cabled in, no problem. Yeah, I'm on XX Max, you know, and I'm running, I don't know, 13 point something. Yeah, I, I, I will say the domestics, quote unquote, uh, have less problems than some of the other cars in car lines. I don't know if it's Boom. a, you know, a, uh, you know, we're, kind of we're, cool we're better than somebody else or there's a, you know, compatibility issue or whatever, but yes. Well, You're I'll like, tell you this, that, that even that, Chad, like the cars that I've rented lately. Yeah, like, I was going to ask. I'll, you. Go and I'll, I'll rent like a Kia Soul, 
and then plug my phone in, you know, get off the plane and you, you know, plug the iPhone into the charger and immediately CarPlay opens up and just starts working and it yeah. works flawlessly. They it does. Just no bells, no whistles, just freaking make it work yep. instead of trying to tell me, oh, you're buying a premium, you're buying a BMW, you're buying a Mini. Yeah. We need to add all this extra crap to it and it's it's really bogging it down. It should just work. You're right, Chad. They need to take a lesson from the basic cars and going, you know what? First, make it work. Right. Then you can add some features to it. No. Yeah. No, no I, you're, I, you're, you're totally right, Todd, because, you know, I do uh, a fair bit of rentals, too, with my travels and Hyundai's, Kia's. They both you know, just work. They just work. Like, it's just plug it in and all of a sudden it's all working. And DB's experience, the Chevrolet just works. Just works. It, works. Yeah. it really does. Right? It's it's actually not a bad implementation. I, I think it's Pretty freaking awesome. I mean, I can't read Slack or look at Instagram pictures on the screen like Gabe wants, but hey, you know, it tells me on if I need to make a phone call or gets me where I need to go. Yeah, I don't even know why Gabe wants to have Slack on freaking CarPlay. This makes no sense to me. Well, he wants it on his watch too. So at that point, notwithstanding, no. I think one of the most annoying things to me about the CarPlay over the way Mini used to do it is if you get a text message. If I get a text message while I was driving in the old system without CarPlay, it would, you know, a text would come up and then you could just press a button and it would read it to you out loud. Right. Now, it's kind of the same thing, but you could also see the text on the screen. If you're stopped at a stoplight, you could actually read it at the same time. Oh, no, my car doesn't do that at all. Only, Only will read it back. Right, CarPlay yeah. does. CarPlay's Car done Play. away with. It's yeah. just audio only, and then it you know asks you, would you like to respond? And you yeah. have to say no or yes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. crazy balls. Anyway, yeah. that was a, that was very interesting. Um, awesome. CarPlay rabbit hole. Yeah, nice. No, that's all right because you Sorry, know that's good. So GP is the GP. I mean, it's coming out soon. We're gonna see it. It's a fifty thousand dollar car. It's supposed to be all in a bag of chips, a half a million horsepower, something ridiculous. It'll be awesome. Can't wait to see it in person. My old dealer already has ten pre-orders for that thing, and wow. ten pre-orders for the for the electric. Well, you know, I would. So the electric—that's the car that I'm like most interested about. Because, well, I'm not because I'm not going to want to put one in my garage. Because when I need to do a battery pull, how do you manage that when you're out in the middle of nowhere? Yeah, right. And it only has a range of what ten miles or something. No. Do you have to call oh, it a car. It's no, you, somebody somebody took me in a task on Twitter about because we were completely wrong on the electric information, and that's totally fine. But um, not for nothing. Uh, earlier today, I was riding my bike, and. A BMW, what's the ugly little electric BMW? I3? Yes, the I3. One of them drove by me, and it, sound, it sounded like a Jetsons car. Like a lawnmower motor. It had the uh, assist motor, which is actually... Um, it's a two-cycle engine. Like two-cycle, yeah. It's just literally it's, it's a lawnmower. extender, range extender. That's what it is. Yeah, the range Yep. It sounded like a Jetsons car and I really didn't I looked at the person briefly and I didn't they didn't strike me as a person who actually knew how to mix their fuel and oil together when they put uh, fuel in that little motor. Yeah. That's because it literally is a lawnmower engine. It is a lawnmower engine, yeah. You know what they finally did is that they finally fixed the tire size on that car and now it's a little more readily available. So before they had some BMW had some sort of spec'd out nineteen tire that was like you know about four inches deep it was about it was, a bicycle it was like yeah, a it was, it was like the worst tire. tire you had to order them from bmw and it took like three weeks to get them at the time and now they actually have a normal spec tire so you can just yeah. like go and buy them anywhere well hopefully they've learned a lot from the i3 that the you know and and granted the mini the electric mini is based on a car that's existed now for five years 
Right. So, you know, it's, it's kind of a retrofit of the F56 model, which I don't, I don't see a problem with all the nerds out there. We're like, why isn't it new? Why didn't they develop something new? This seems like they put a bunch of crap parts. I don't. Yeah, think yeah, yeah. That, that I did see that. Like a lot of those comments. I don't think that at all necessarily because for me, at twenty three thousand dollars, even thirty thousand dollars, for for what it is, it seems like it's a good deal, and and I'm interested in it. I mean, I'm going to consider it and take a look, but I'm not going to buy one. I'm not going to get one unless they offer me a decent lease. Because I'm not going to be, I don't want to be married to the technology that's going to be outdated in 18 months. And we know it will be. That's it, the way things have been moving now. That's it's the like, way oh, technology works. Hey, the, you know, they've got this electric mini that's a 2021. When the 2023 comes out, all of a sudden they're getting 300 miles on it or something like that, right? Uh, this looks like a good place to stop. Let's tell you guys, remind you guys about one of the other fine sponsors. Another one of the fine OG sponsors. I'm going to throw that bit in there. And that's our boys over at Craven's Beat. Up at Craven's Beat. Up in Brian's neck of the woods in the Pacific Northwest. You guys love them too. And I want you to spend more money with them. Because, and I keep complaining about this. And I'm going to keep complaining about this until you people stop doing it. As I'm seeing you guys driving down the road. Not you particularly, but other people driving down the road holding their phone in their hand. Talking on their phone. Don't do that. You look like an old person when you do that. You look like you're technically inept when you do that. Stop. Go over to CravenSpeed.com and I want you to punch up the page for the Gemini phone mounts. Or if you're really old, the Gemini phone mounts. Okay, really quick. Who's got a grandparent that used to say Gemini? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Gemini. I mean, no. No, Gemini. Instead of Gemini, Gemini. Anyway, it's an old space NASA term from the like olden times. Old, yeah, old NASA term. They would say Gemini sometimes. Anyway, it was always funny. Go over there. I want you to punch up Gemini foam mount, and I want you to pick one for the car that they that they they make one for almost every car now. Um, I want you to pick one. I want you to order it, and I want you to put it in your car. Put it in your wife's car. Put it in your kids' car. Do it, and then you stop looking like you're technically inept because you actually have this really dope rack in your car so that you're legal and you can keep an eye on your phone right done done gemini phone mount at craven speed you know what for those of you out there who are still rocking the r50 or the r53 because those cars are still popping up here and there like smoking deals with seventy thousand miles on them and like some little woman drove it and it's like still bone stock but you want to go ahead and you know hoon it out a little bit go over to craven speed get yourself a pulley trust me on that one then take it over to Detroit too and have chad put it in Trust me on that one. <laughs> You'll love that. They have a bunch of other stuff for your Mini, too. They have a bunch of stuff for all the cars, but mostly you Mini guys. The Shore Shift Kit's one of our favorites. Oh, so nice, especially in the R56. Uh, all of the parts that they have for Minis are amazing. They're made of unobtainium and uh, amazing and awesome, and they're 3D printed and use all kinds of really cool tech to make this stuff. You guys are going to love it. Uh, really good service, really good warranty. Something goes wrong. They fix it. So awesome. You know what's nice about Craven Speed 2? Is if you go over there and you want to buy something, you can. That's rad. Uh, use on, on, their, on, you know, on the site. There's a, a little uh, form there you can actually you know uh, put in feedback and say, thanks for supporting White Roof Radio. But you know what else you can do? You're over at Chad Shop, Detroit Tune. You're uh, seeing Jerry here in Arizona at Eurotex. You're anywhere in California when you're mini guys in California. You're over seeing Way or you're up at Marzo Shop. You just go, hey, I need Craven Speed stuff. 
That's the same thing as going to Craven Speed. And as a bonus, those guys are going to say, sweet, somebody who knows what they're talking about, they're going to get it ordered and put on your car for you, professionally installed. Like with the short shift kit, which is so nice. Oh, my God. I'm I'm still disappointed that my Roadster is an automatic, so I can't have a short shift kit in it. Because I would put the you short shift kit in, in the there. It just wouldn't really do anything. It wouldn't work. Yeah, it wouldn't do it wouldn't anything. Do, it wouldn't do anything because <laughs> it's a stupid automatic. Your shift in half. That's uh, what you can do. Yeah, you don't need that. That's all I need. You don't need that. You don't need that top of that thing. I don't need any of that stuff. Anyway, that's Craven Speed. CravenSpeed.com. Go over there, check them out, please. Thank you. Craven Speed. I ordered I ordered one of their stubby antennas. I got it uh, engraved uh, for the wife for uh, Christmas. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's yeah. very cool. That's yeah, very yeah. sweet, Brian. I have a very question nice. about the electric cars because it's it's been a while. I, I drove the i3 a couple of times, and I don't even remember now. Yeah. There's only one gear in the car. I mean, there's still... Yeah, park and in gear, right? Drive. Can it yeah. just be like buttons on the dash? Can't you just like push a button on the dash and go, "Hey, drive"? It could, it could, yeah, it could be. It's electronic. Yeah, it could be. There's really no transmission there. I mean, it's one gear on or off. Yeah, yeah. Really, the button. All all you're doing by putting it into gear, I put into gear in quotes, is activating forward mm-hmm. motion. So and there's no transmission. Well, so I think a lot of literally a button. A lot of new cars are doing it. like you look at land, new Land Rovers. They've got Teslas don't have a no. They have that chip. thing that comes up. They with have a dial, dial, like a giant dial, and you just, yeah. And and they're not the only ones that do that. Um, a couple other car companies, I think, have very similar. Well, they're starting to move that way. Um, but yeah, like uh, like our old Evoke had a um had a dial in the middle, and the Jaguars are all do that because they're all right. Land Rovers too, right? So. Right, right. It's the, the JLR technology is that, yeah, exactly. that you twist and then it like recesses back down into the, you know, like it goes down into the thing. Right. Lush. Yeah. When the car's off. Exactly. Yeah. But and to head- put it in sport and to put it in sport, you got to lift it, lift it and then twist it, I think. And then it drops it into a sport mode. Yeah. And so my so, attitude is now with cars, even with cars with transmissions, why can't they just have buttons there that instead of you're not actually moving a gift gear lever anymore, you just press a button for whatever you want. Like here, I want reverse. No. And then free up all that space right. in, in the yeah. uh, passenger right. compartment. Get rid of the center. The they're center already, thing but they're already doing that with the parking brake, right? They've done right. that yeah. with the yeah. for the parking brake. So right. it, it's the most annoying, yeah. crappy thing ever. I, I don't it. like electric cars. Yeah, I don't like because yeah. the the countryman that we've got now, we've had for a while. Driving it is annoying, and I finally figured it out because there's this little knob. It's annoying because you can't do J turns. <laughs> right, that part it's of right. That. But it's a little. Exactly. Uh, it's it's going to be really fast with a button. It's a button that you push and you pull, and it has a P on it, and there's no directions whatsoever. I can't ever figure out whether to push it down or pull it up or whatever. The BMW was the same yeah, way. However, so I'm going to you... teach you guys a mnemonic for this on the mini next time. And anybody, oh. listeners, or whatever, I finally figured it out. We're used to the e-brake where you grab it and you pull it up and it puts the e-brake on, right? Uh, well, the electric right. parking brake is the same way. You pull it up. It's just like you would an e-brake. You pull on it and it sets the parking brake. And then you push down on it and it releases the parking brake just like you would push down on the, the handbrake. Except except that's counterintuitive it is until you think- um, for a button because a button is activated right, by a right. push. But when you think- it's like it's like it's like saying it's like it's like having a pull handle. But when I figured it out, I'm like I understand the mnemonic. They decided to do it that way because of that. Like yeah. I'm used to pulling the handbrake on the parking brake and yeah. pushing it down to turn it off. So 
once you figure that out, it makes sense. But I got to say, I drove it for weeks before I even figured. But, but effectively, though, they've 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 thrown away the value. Well, of the button. Uh, two things to say: A, didn't you read the owner's manual? Duh. That's not my car. No. Somebody <laughs> reads that, somebody reads that ta- Chad. It's like reading well, stereo instructions. I shouldn't even be doing the show. I know. Yeah, I say the exact same thing to my girlfriend. I was like, well, didn't you read the owner's instructions? Like, well, I don't know how that works. It's how much IKEA order. have you put together lately, Chad? <laughs> I read the instructions. It, together. <laughs> And then the other thing is, like, Todd, you really pulled up on the P and you pushed down on the P. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <it>. boy. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Todd. Thanks. All right. Yep. Well, I, I can't say it any other way because it, there's nothing label on it other than the big letter P. Right. Exactly. There's really nothing other. That's funny. <sighs> My attitude yeah. also is, shouldn't uh, they just, shouldn't it engage itself when you turn the car off? It's like when you turn it off, it right. just automatically yes. brake. Or when you press on the brake, it should automatically. It, it should or be automatic. Yes, I. You put it in you gear. Know when you put it into drive. No, because I'm going to stop you right there. The parking brake. You know what? You know what is worse. No, I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop everybody right there because if we're going to talk about what cars should do automatically, I'm going to stop you all right there because this one I can't believe still happens. Is if I roll down the back windows of my Chevy Equinox or Todd of that Countryman. What happens? The whole helicopter thing, right? The pressure changes rapidly in the cabin of yeah. the car, right? This is the 21st century. How come nobody's figured out the the, the, the wind tunnel you settings mean, to make that not happen? You just got to bent the sunroof. Yeah, how come nobody's ever changed physics? <laughs> <laughs> well, how come nobody's come up with a way that that doesn't actually happen? Like, th- there's got to be something that they could do to the outside of the car, some small little tweak that would yeah, make it uh, not uh, do a window vent wing something like that yeah exactly um the, the well, new gti I, like you put the back windows down it literally sounds like like we gotta like the worst we gotta put that up thing and again nobody should ever have a sunroof just putting that out there but like yeah it's horrible like well, in both, all of it is horrible both f56s i've had and this one now um when the weather's nice and i drive around with the window down I put the driver's side window down. You cannot drive with just one window down because you mm-hmm. get a terrible effect like that. You have to at least, you just barely crack the passenger window, which by the way, if oh, anybody really? does it, it, it solves the problem. It, it completely solves the problem. Well, I know how to solve the problem of rolling down the back windows in the car. The, my, my point is, why is it still doing that? It's the 21st century. How come we haven't, how come we haven't come up with a solution for this? There is a solution. Issue? Crack the other window. Right. Why does it? Why does it still do it? Why do I have to crack the window? How come there's not like a little, like an airplane it, piece or something? I know it's It physical. should automatically crack itself, right. though. You should not be able yes. to roll just one window down is what you're saying. <laughs> there needs to be, the cars need to know that this is a problem. The automakers need to know that this is a problem. And they don't just, I don't want to look at the Chevy guy, the Chevy design guys, and they just give me like the shrug emoji. That's not what I want. I want an actual fix. And they say, well, crack the window. And then they give me the shrug emoji. And it's I like, agree. no. That's I agree. Be, how, how many years did we live with luggage? that only had two wheels on it before finally somebody decided, Hey, let's put four wheels on this thing. Put and everybody's four? like, son of a bitch, this is the greatest thing ever. And then now you can't imagine having a piece of luggage without four wheels on it. Right. I like know, literally right? that, that, oh, like that invention animal. is in our lifetime. We grew up, I grew up, you grew up, all four of us here grew up 
Which one? You're talking about like it's. Well, I'm not. I'm it's a polio vaccine. I'm not it is a polio, polio vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! In well, my we're... day, get off my lawn. <laughs> we're all dying we're of a, corona. This is anyway, the so. this is the curmudgeon podcast now. I know the young people on the show are like <laughs> these old guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Well, you know, it's funny that you say that, though. But the kids, the kids have never had. I mean, there's kids out there now that they don't know not having internet. They don't know not having color know TV. They don't know not having wheels. cable. Back in my day, we had a parking brake. You would button, you put it on, you put it off. It's fine. <laughs> oh my god! Zingers. I mean, this, come on. This is where the show goes way off the end. Bill. You know, it, it, you know, to bring this all whole, I had an ask, I had an ask Chad question, but yeah, it's gone. Well, I, 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 I can still screen. answer it. It's done. But you know, to pull this full circle, like I was, I was re- reminiscing about this yesterday. Like, and I was talking about my grandmother who has passed and has gone, but she remembers the invention of the the phone, and she remembers the invention of the TV, and she remembers all of these things. And she saw me with an actual cell phone. I was like, wow, that thing this does this. Like those people experience so much. We are still like really behind the times as us as a people now. Cause it's like, oh, okay, your your cell phone went from like four to twelve. Okay, whatever. Man. But like those inventions are like huge leaps and bounds from what they used to be. Including including the polio. Right. And, and and right, it brings you all back to the vaccines. Like, you know, we're still not, you know, you know, we're all dying of the the coronavirus. Yeah, now. we're one coronavirus away from, you know, having it, ding kongs the rest of our lives. Exactly. <laughs> so like, don't get on a plane anytime soon. So like, yeah. you know, the, the the modern invention of flying from place to place. <laughs> Let's see one okay. thing though, we've seen the birth and the death of something in our life. Every one of us in our What's life that? CDs we saw sure. the birth yes. of CDs. We saw the death of CDs. I was going to say black and white. We saw the birth and death of eight tracks. We saw the birth and death of cassettes. Well, you know what else? We have seen we have seen in our life the death and rebirth of vinyl. Yeah, they were around before us, though. Like no, I said no. death. Yeah, and yeah. rebirth. Yeah, right. But they're back at Target. Target is selling LPs. That's not that's not even close to being cover related. Let's try just. Let's just try to do an Ask Chad question, and then we're going to be all right. All right. All right. Dear Ask Chad, hi, I'm DB. I host a world-famous White Roof Radio podcast about Mini Coopers. I don't know if you've listened, but I have a question. Okay? No. So anyway, Chad, I took my car in for service. Okay. And everybody does this. And uh, this is something I railed, I railed about on uh, DV Mini. I put up a post on DV Mini. We talked about a couple of shows ago where my brake light came on and it didn't need to, right? It was like, it's on a timer. And I was, oh, I was just livid about that. And I post about over at DVMini.us. Anyway, um, take my car and get to, it's inspected. I'm going, there's no way my car needs brakes, but I need other stuff done anyway. I let Jerry take a look at it. He says, no, you don't need brakes. We'll reset the light. So we reset the light. But like a day and a half later, it came back on and I've tried to reset it. And I either I'm doing it wrong or there's something else that's broken that Chad and I have actually talked about offline. But let's just say that nothing else is broken, Chad, and I need to reset that light. Is that possible for me as an end user to do? Yes, it is. And you don't need any special tools to do this. No, I don't? You don't. Um, if you go to DetroitTune.com, there is a 
section mm-hmm. in the instruction section that says uh, break light reset, you know, PDF, how to, you know, type thing. It's for mm-hmm. Gen 1 and Gen 2, and it will show you how to do that. Um, it's complicated, but yet easy at the exact same time. Uh, we go back to the, hey, how do I know how to do these things? I'm old curmudgeon, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of pressing buttons and holding and watching and, you know, make, and it's like kind of like uh, the whole Nintendo, you know, AB, left, right, you know, star, uh, yes, square. It's, it's almost exactly Have you like- ever reset the PRAM on a Mac? <laughs> yeah, it's like that. <laughs> Todd, what is it with you and P tonight? I don't get it. <laughs> Jeez. I, I was going to come back with you. really have to pee right now. That's oh, yeah. What, what, what's oh the Mac? What's but, the Mac? Uh, anyway. That anyway. was the Mac nerds. I'm sorry. Yeah. So um, it is a little bit of a – you have to figure out how to go with a setting. But there is a certain amount of settings all within your stocks, uh, the button on the end of the turn signal sock, um, looking at your tack and trying to figure out, you know, how to get to that point. And it's a matter of pressing and holding and pressing and holding. And, hey, do you want to reset? Yes, I do. You know, Um, I actually found I found the document. It's like 12 steps. Very well printed out and well written. I'm going to link. Yeah. And it's. Kind of a little more technical within the the read up, but it is it is very doable. And as long as you don't actually have something broken, um, so if you have a red brake light come up on your dash, that usually says a you're either at mileage or b you have a actual sensor that has broken and you need to replace the sensor. Um, sensors are twenty bucks, not a big deal. Like you can make those things happen. You you do your own brakes. That's fine. Sensors you put the brakes in, you put the sensor in, and then all you have to do is reset it. This is how you do this. Uh, you, you press the amount of right buttons, and it will reset itself, and you're good to go. So There you go. That's it. I'll link this up, Chad. Thank you very much, yeah. sir. And you know on a on a high note for that and 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 i'm sure and i'm sure i'm like the last man to the party on this uh having to reset these lights but i've i've never actually had to do it well, before so you haven't no, happened no why would you ever look to yeah them? no you, you you wouldn't you, yeah, you exactly. wouldn't really know these things and but again all of this is in your owner's manual not how to reset it but what that light is actually for Chad, have you met us? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I have met all of you, sober and drunk, and I am just letting the listeners know that if you really don't understand what is coming up in your dash, because I, you know, every Facebook forum somewhere has, what does this mean? I have a check engine light. Do every you- Facebook forum has the wrong information. Yeah. Do you have the right information? But I do you know what's going on? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the, and and the the check engine line is always going to say is like, well, it's emissions is not doing what it should, and you should change this. You know, yes, this is true, but there's a million codes, there's a million things you really need to like really go to that professional level of of seeing what's going on with your car to to kind of really go on because the internet will never tell you and it will never be right the twelfth time you actually ask it, and uh, so you know. Get the code reader, you know, figure out what's going on, make the right decisions, not just, hey, is this right? So. X, X, O, X, O, DB. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Two to be 
Okay, and I think we're going to go ahead and be done. But, you know, Chad did make mention, and I wanted to just kind of throw this out there really quick because Chad said, you know, because he met us all. And you know would be really cool is like to meet more of you. Who's going to go to Vegas and meet the White Roof Radio guys? We are all, if you because the Black Roof Radio people already know this, but we are all going to go to Las Vegas. We're going to be there March 27th, 20th, and 29th uh, at the uh, fabulous Palace Station Hotel, Resort Hotel in las vegas nevada uh we would like you guys to go either you know by hook by crook come in a mini come in a fiat we don't care come in a mini park up on the deck right that's i'm gonna fly a so come in a 747 chad's gonna fly a 747 i don't know why into vegas that's weird but okay um uh, sure. Okay. Anyway, we're going to be in Vegas. It's going to, we're calling it the Anvil Remembrance Tour 2020. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Again, that's going to be the White Refredo Boys, me, Todd. Brian's going to be there. Chad's going to be there. Uh, Gabe's not going to be there as far as I know, but Gabe's weird and he could just show up for whatever reason. Uh, we're all going to be there. It's going to be awesome. March 27th through the 29th. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. And we'll post it. And if you are planning on going, there's, a, there's an event on the Facebook yeah. page. Um, we got a Facebook. And I think like 20 of you guys already said some place to go. let people know exactly like where we'll be a couple of the times there, because um, yeah. uh, there's a couple of places in Palace station. Um, there's a couple of quiet places if they're open. I mean, there's a, there's a pizza joint, like Tony's pizza joint, I think in there, which has got a bar, which is nice. It's a nice place to gather with a handful of people because um, our favorite Jack's pub isn't there anymore. It isn't there anymore. The whole area is now like high end slot machines or something, right? Something like that. Anyway, uh, well, yeah, we'll figure that out. Uh, best probably would be to follow us on on Twitter as well. Uh, follow me or follow White Refredo on Twitter um, in case I don't get it posted over at the Facebook page. But I'm going to try to do that. And we'll get that we'll all do that. out. And, and if you, if you don't. and remember, we're not doing any drives or anything. So we will plan some sort of like a, we're actually going to all be at this one location at this time on this night. Yeah. Saturday and if you night, have a problem finding so us or whatever, um, go on Twitter, load Twitter, whatever, send a direct message to either DB or myself. Um, uh, and we'll tell you where we are because if you send a direct message, we'll get that pretty instantly. Um, we'll get, we'll get that a text correct. when that happens on Twitter. That might be the great, if you don't have one of our cell phone numbers and if you do, you find a text. Us. Um, yeah, nobody has my cell phone number. I have a new phone number, so, so you're going to be able to text me. Direct message anyway. on Twitter is the best way to reach us if you're trying to find us in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. This is not organized even a little bit. This is literally Todd and I and Chad and Brian wanting to hang out in Vegas. I haven't seen these guys in like a hundred years, and we want you guys to come along. We're Todd and I. I'd be happy just sitting at a table with Todd drinking gin and tonics till we fell out of our chairs. Yeah, well, hopefully we'll be in the bar with though. If you guys come, it'd be a lot of fun. But if you don't, then you're going to miss out on. Todd and I drink a gin and tonics. We'll us. find a bar church. where they serve gin and tonic and have video poker at the bar. So. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So Todd can, so Todd can take Todd needs know, thousands of dollars away from If that. I'm in Vegas more than about 10 minutes and I'm not gambling, I start to twitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, recognizing scientific the fact. problem is always the, is always the it's first not a problem. Step, it's brother. just a scientific fact. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sure. Okay. <laughs> You've okay. seen them. You've we'll seen many hands. I, I, I send them to you guys all the time, and you curse mm-hmm. me, every one of you. You know, and it's the really bad part. And then, uh, and this is completely not even anything related. And I might even cut this, but I can go to Vegas with Todd. I can be breathing the same air in the same casino, playing the machine right next to the one that he's playing. I will give that machine that I'll play hand for hand. I'll play the way he would play. 
I go, I double check and I know how Todd plays. And he kind of taught me, I go, okay, I'm going to play like Todd. And Todd will sit there and he will pull $1,200 out of the machine he's playing. And I will give my machine 40 bucks. With the money DB puts into the machine, I take out of the other machine next to it. So that's the way it works. (laughs) It's just, it's a thing we've got, you know? Yeah. Anyway, let's be done. Um, Thank you very much, gentlemen, for joining us. So once again, we do appreciate it for those of you who are still listening. Thank you very much. We appreciate you guys sticking around and downloading the show. It's awesome that you guys do that. Uh, One of our favorite things. But this is the time where we like to be finished. Uh, I didn't tell you guys about motoring badges. Go over to motoring badges. Good grief. Motoringbadges.com. I I forgot this, and that's on me. Um, Motoringbadges.com. I didn't have a tab. You guys are going to be looking silly come MTTS and you don't have your gear. You don't have the, the probably going to be the official supplier of MTTS graphics anyway. So just go over and get them. It's hard. They're done. Don't, 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 don't wait. You know, don't be that guy who's at MTTS walking down the line of cars and noticing everybody's got the cool magnets on the doors or the grill badges, all the cool stuff, <clears throat> you know, the, the rally stickers with their little Instagram handle on it, right? All the really cool stuff that Todd's making for MTTS. Don't be that guy and go, oh my God, I didn't get this. I better order it. No, Todd's going to be at MTTS. He's not going to be able to fill and your guess order. What? Shipping times, I'm like Amazon Prime now. You place an order and it goes out the same day or the next business day. That's it. You're, you're getting Boom. it fast. I'm filming things, man. Yeah, so cool. Get it done. Go over, just go over to motoringbadges.com. All the MTTS stuff is right on the top, right? You get the door magnets, you get the grill badge. Uh, and you know what? I'm going to tell you guys the secret hack. You're going on Mini Takes Estate. You've got that stupid sunroof on your car and it's making you insane. Use a contact form. Tell Todd what your Mini you have and say, please, can I have a white roof radio sunroof delete kit? I will send $100 to you post haste. He will send you the vinyl to black out your or white out or whatever color your roof is out your uh, sunroof. That's so awesome. Make your air conditioning work again. It's my favorite thing. I was going to have him do it for me, but you don't have. Well, that's a lot of vinyl. (laughs) (laughs) It is a lot of vinyl. Awkward on the road. I could white out that rear window and make it really hard to see out of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just, I'm like a, probably just a matter of months till it falls out again. Anyway, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> anyway, it's motoring badges, motoringbadges.com because blank is oh. boring. Now we're done. Thank you very much, everybody. We do appreciate it. This is the part of the show where I like to make that funny clicking sound. Then I say questions, comments, or concerns. Go ahead, click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us feedback, whiteroofradio.com. Till next time, gang. This is DB. I'm done. See you later, everybody. Good night. You realize the next show with the asterisks is going to be 666, right? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. Is it really? I don't care. No, we'll we'll skip six six six. It doesn't bother me. People actually, I actually think that's people, my show you know because that's my VIN on my car. I think maybe we should have Ozzy on that show. Literally, if Ozzy stole it, is great. He's got the problem is he's got Parkinson's, so he's canceled his North America tour. I know. We'll skip the numbering. Six sixty seven. We're gonna go straight to six six seven. It'll be like the elevators in Vegas. There's no fourth floor anywhere.
No, the, my, no, thir- uh, there's no 13th the, floor. Is what the, is vin- the vin in my car is TD70666. Nice. Yeah. Whoa. It's been the greatest thing. So when my race numbers needed to come up for the, the speed ring and stuff like that, it was is 666. And people were like, are you a devil? I'm like, no, it's a no, race it's number. A number. Stop. It's, it's a VIN number. And then one of the guys that was the corporate guy, he's like, oh, that's great. I love that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Why not? 